Welcome back to another episode of the All About Ability podcast. As you know, I've been trying to do these short, more short form videos talking about issues that are really important to me. And today happens to be World Cere Cerebral Palsy Day. And that is the reason why I'm in a wheelchair, the reason why, you know, that is my disability, CP. And I think that on World Cerebral Palsy Day, I just wanted to come on and speak a bit about how it affects me and just cerebral palsy in general, I think it's, it's a condition that is very common. One of the most common physical disabilities in the world that doesn't seem to get a lot of coverage these days. And with it being World Cerebral Palsy Day, I just wanted to raise some awareness with my platform and talk a bit about how it's affected me in my life and how it affects millions of people worldwide. There are 17 million people with cerebral palsy. And now cerebral palsy affects a lot of different people, like people in a lot of different ways. So it can it can affect you know one side of your body, um you know like one one hand and one leg, or it could affect pure, pure, purely your legs where you can't you can't walk. It can affect your control of movement. It can it can cause intellectual and mental disabilities. Um, so all these things are are real life things that affect millions of people. I mean, 17 million people is a lot of people. Even when I was researching that, I thought that's a crazy, crazy amount of people for, for that for that, for a condition that's not very well spoke about, doesn't get much funding, doesn't get much support. Um, and I wanted to talk about how there's a lot of misconceptions for me. You know, a lot of my type, so I've been in a wheelchair my whole life because of cerebral palsy. And people would ask me, how come you can move your legs and you can go to the gym and you can do all these things but you can't walk? And you know, honestly, from a young age, I didn't really know how to answer that question. It was kind of like, okay, that's a good point. Why can't I do those things? Um, and that comes from a lack of coverage and a lack of education. And I think me as a, as a young man could have really done with more publicity for it and to understand more about what I was going through. Because... Anytime I tried to talk to a doctor about it or things like that, it just never seemed clear to me why how I could move all these parts of my body, but it just wasn't quite happening for me. And the way that I had it kind of explained to me in a way that I understood was that there's a kind of signal on your brain that's supposed to translate to certain part of your body, certain parts of your body to do things. Like for example, for me, there's a signal in my brain that's supposed to transmit to my legs and all different to walk back and forward and do the things that, that you normally see, you know, a fully able person do. And that signal, for whatever reason, in my brain doesn't work. Therefore, my legs can move and I can use them, but they just work in a different way. That was the best way that I had explained to me. Obviously, I'm not I'm not an expert on it. I've lived it. But, you know, if that's if somebody's out there listening to this and I butchered that, then please forgive me. But that, you know... It made sense to me trying to explain it to someone else. And what I want to talk about is that I would always have people come up to me and go, you know, are you ever going to get a, a cure for this? You know, as if I was some ill pe person that needed needed to be cured, needed to be um, helped. And I think that there's a really common misconception that, you know, cerebral palsy is a disease when it is in fact not a disease. I think to fully understand what cerebral palsy is, you must first understand that it's not a disease. It is in fact known as a disorder, a disorder in the brain that causes all these different complications. Now, that's where the word cerebral comes from. But 
like I say, that can affect everybody in a lot of different ways. I know I'm saying a lot of things at once here, but there's, there's, you know, I'm in a wheelchair because of it, but there's a lot of people that, that have cerebral palsy that they can, they can walk, just, but they can't control their, 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 their movements as much. And you've all seen that, I'm sure. More out and about, you see people with cerebral palsy that have different variants of movements and, so everyone just get confused when they would see somebody that has cerebral palsy that could walk and, and they would see me, so somebody with cerebral palsy that couldn't and it really wouldn't make sense to them. But I just wanted to give you kind of some facts because it, it it really impacts a lot of children. Like it impacted me right from birth. It's one of those conditions where if you've got it, you've got it your whole life. And there was a couple of really kind of chilling stats to me that I thought was worth mentioning. So, one in four children with CP are unable to talk. One in three can't walk. One in two have mental or intellectual dis disability. And one in four have epilepsy. Now, that's quite a variety of different conditions for one for one specific disorder. And I think that it's very rarely talked about. Those are all kind of the, the, the facts of what cerebral palsy is. And now I want to kind of talk about what my journey's been like as somebody that's now 26 years old, having lived with it my whole life and ha having to deal with the misconceptions of what cerebral palsy is. Um, and I think that for me, one of the hardest things was that everyone kind of looks at you and assumes that you're you're not that smart. You've got brain damage. You've got brain damage and there's something, you know, your, your thought process is slower or this... You know, you can't quite think about things as fast or you can't quite, you know, you need to slow everything down for this person to do this. And as somebody that liked, they like to be challenged, they like to be put in difficult situations to see if I could rise to the occasion, whether it was in sports or in any kind of education, I always enjoyed the feeling of being challenged. But with CP, there was always this want to back off and say, hey, he might need things to be a bit slower, he might need this, he might need that. And I think that's because of the variety that you get with CP. So everyone tries to, you know, paint it with the same brush. I can't walk, but there would be people that would assume that I couldn't do other things with my brain and and, and not be able to bring certain physical elements to, to sport or to any sort of environment where I always knew that I was able to do those things. But because of CP and because of the lack of education in CP, a lot of teachers at school, a lot of people in social circles would misjudge what I could couldn't do. And that resulted in me being a very frustrated young man for a number of years. Not sure what I, you know, having that voice of doubt, having that voice of, you know, if everyone's saying I can't do this, maybe I can't do it. And that resulted in me turning to distractions, turning to drinking and drugs and and escaping, trying to escape from reality because I didn't like being in my own skin. I didn't like admitting what I had and, you know, what was quote-unquote wrong with me um, and really feeling that deep sense of, you know, there is something that's wrong with me and I, I'm never going to be normal, I'm never going to be accepted in the society because I feel like I can do all these things but all these people are telling me that I can't. And that is a really, it was a really difficult thing for me to process. And I think that we all have, we all have things that we have to process about ourselves next and accept about ourselves in this life. And that's part of what I want to do with the podcast is show that everyone's different and we all have things to come through and accept about ourselves. 
but for me, this was a this was a disorder that I had that that is not that was not getting spoke about that I didn't fully understand, and clearly everyone around me didn't understand. And because of that, I was getting misjudged. I was getting misplaced uh, and not able to really thrive the way that I wanted to thrive. And so, like I say, I I turned to distractions. I turned heavily to drinking. In my younger years, I got to the point where I would be like 18, 19, and, I, and when I couldn't get an out, I would just go to a bar myself and drink um, because I had everyone around me telling me, you can't do this, you can't do that, you're incapable of of living an independent life and doing the things that you think you can do. And when people, when the world pushes you with that enough, often enough, over and over and over again, you start to believe it. So when I started to believe that, it really made me feel very depressed, very down on myself, not sure where to turn, not sure where to go. And I think that we all have things that can cause us to go down in those, those directions. But for me, cerebral palsy and, and the misunderstanding of cerebral palsy was a big factor in that. So I just wanted to come on and say that when I got to that point, I got to that low point, that for me it was about realising that you know, despite all that, I knew within myself what I could do and I had to have that belief. It's a great example of when everyone's telling you you can't do something, if you know you can do it, go and do it. Go and, you know, don't ever let, don't ever let anyone, anyone out there with cerebral palsy that's been through what I've been through, please know that never let anyone tell you what you can and can't do because no one knows better than you. That's the best advice I could give anyone with CP right now is you know yourself better than anyone else. And if you have belief in what you can do, the opinion of other people is just noise, really, is what it is. It took me years to realise that. I had to come through some dark places. Um, and I hope that we, in this world that we're in, we can, we can start to give it more coverage and give it, give it the... The voice that it deserves, and that's part of the reason why I'm making this video. And I want to also encourage anyone that's fully able that doesn't have CP watching this that to not judge a book by its cover, to not think that if if, if somebody can't quite pronunciate the words or they can't quite move the body in the same way, um, all these different things, we're all human and we all have feelings, and um, um, and don't judge somebody and thinking. If they have those, they they have those, they have those quote unquote issues. They can't do something that you can do, because that's where that's where people with disabilities become really alienated in this in this society. And I would really encourage anyone watching this video to give people the benefit of the doubt, show them that you believe in them, because sometimes sometimes when you grow up with when you grow up with a disability. You just spend a lot of your life believing that you can't do anything. Having the belief sucked out of you. We're all born into this world as innocent, loving children, really. They want to just be happy and enjoy their life. And then and then when you start to be able to realize what's going on, you and you see everyone telling you that they don't they don't believe in you and they don't think you can do this and you don't think you can do that. It's it's hard to accept. It's hard to wrap your head around. And sometimes all the difference can be is having a friend or a family member or somebody close to you just go, you know what, man, I do, I do believe in you. And 
despite how the world might see you, I don't see you like that. I see you for who you are, for the joy that you can bring in whichever way that you do, whichever, because everyone's joy that they bring is unique to who they are. And just seeing someone for more, more than just, more than the disability that they have. Now, with that said, for the longest time, I tried to separate myself from cerebral palsy. I tried to be, you know, cerebral palsy is not what defines me. But the truth of the matter is, as I've gotten older, I realised that cerebral palsy is a big, big part of what's made me who I am today. And you know, I'm really proud of that because for all the challenges that it's given me, for all the circumstances that have been hard to face, I've, it's shown me what true empathy and what true compassion looks like. And I think that having came through those difficult challenges to know myself and find myself and understand more about this condition has made me be a stronger, better human being from that. And I think that anyone could take something from that. Like any challenge that you face, any obstacle that you have to go through, if you can come through it, you will definitely be stronger for it. And I think that the more that we can educate people on this subject, the better the world can be. So please do on World, on World Cerebral Palsy Day, take some time to learn more about cerebral palsy. There's great, great organisations out there, Cerebral Palsy Scotland, and uh, learn more about it for yourself to make this world a better place, to make people feel more included, and to also, you know, just know that whatever we've been through, whatever I've been through, doesn't happen to ha doesn't have to happen to the next person, and you can make a difference in that by learning more about it today. So really appreciate anyone listening to this video and I hope you've been able to take something from it. We're going to be doing more of it. And if you if you did like it, please feel free to like and subscribe and I'll talk to you again soon.